Hey everyone, happy Valentine's Day. I hope you guys have an amazing day. I hope you're, you know, have a whole bunch of plans with your special someone. If you don't have any plans, then you know, that's okay. Treat yourself today. <laughs> um, today I actually want to talk about relationships. We're doing the relationships Q&A. So I have like about 10 questions about relationships that I want to kind of share my opinion on things basically like this is going to come from my own experience when it comes to relationships and it's actually the perfect thing to talk about it because you know you're thinking about valentine's day there actually is a question in here about that so you know let's get going um yesterday i talked about dating and basically 10 questions i thought were very crucial when it comes to actually understanding dating And basically, what are the do's and don'ts of dating? So, this is actually being recorded in the same day. So, if you hear me drinking water and stuff in the background, that's most likely because it's happening in the same day. (laughs) So, the first question. When do you normally get comfortable in a relationship? Now, that really depends on the person you're with. Um, I tend to get comfortable pretty easily. And I think that's because most of the time when I am in a relationship, I don't really put on a facade for people to like fall for me anymore like I used to. I just, I be as close to my genuine self as possible and I let people come in. So I don't have to put on, like, I might put on makeup and dress up every once in a while, but I'm a very laid-back person, and I stay true to who I am. So I feel that helps my partner to actually become very comfortable around me. And because of that, we are comfortable around each other very quick. So most people, it takes a little bit longer. I have friends that, one of my friends who's going to be answering these exact same questions. I know in her experiences that she tends to actually take a lot longer to become comfortable around um, her boyfriends. So it actually takes a while for her or her boyfriend. So it takes a while for her to actually just open up and just be able to be her true self because she tends to stay on the same like the same cycle of being like having to put up a front like you're the same the the basically you have to remain perfect for this person for the first year me on the other hand I'm like no you just even from the beginning I show you my true colors if you like it and you want to date me then fine we'll date if not then you know okay (laughs) I don't stress on that so next question what are some important relationship holidays and at what time Um, so when it comes to important relationship holidays, now there are important holidays and when you should actually celebrate them. So, you know, people know about Valentine's Day. That's today. This is an important relationship holiday. Now, would I necessarily say, would you bring someone that you're dating on Valentine's Day? Yes, most likely people do because you don't want to stay home on Valentine's Day. Um... Is it something that you have to do? Not necessarily, but it's a nice thing to do for your 
significant other or someone you're dating Uh, when you're in a relationship this is a very important holiday it does show that you love the person now um, when I'm in a relationship I tend to actually do it more like the Japanese Valentine's Day where I will be the one sing, you know basically um give them cookies and stuff well not cookies like I'll make chocolate and nice dinner or whatever and set up a whole Valentine's Day um a romantic dinner and set up and everything and then on white day which is on uh I think it's March 13th or 14th that's normally when the guy gives you white chocolates or cookies I prefer like the white chocolate cookies the soft ones those are my favorites <laughs> for that day I'm fine with that so I do prefer that because it shows I feel like over here we're so used to the girls wanting the guys to literally give you everything for Valentine's Day but then it's like at the same time they don't put as much investment in what you're going to give the guy other than your vagine all right you have to be willing to show that it's a 50-50 relationship and I feel like by celebrating Valentine's Day and having it be I'm the one who caters to my boyfriend and then on white day he's the one that caters to me and like he'll give me the chocolates and stuff like that and takes me out on romantic day that to me is more romantic than he has to wait on me hand and foot for this one day and I don't do anything other than you know give him the vagine (laughs) like that's not fair so other days that are important um anniversaries anniversary if you're dating there's no reason you should be celebrating anniversary sorry unless you're at the one year mark and now you're transitioning into being a a committed relationship then there's no other anniversaries you need to be celebrating there should not be i don't like the whole thing when you do like oh we've been together for two weeks or a week let's do a one week anniversary or we've been together for a month let's do one month anniversary that's too much crap And it really just shows desperation of you need to validate your relationship or how you feel about this person through menial crap. You know, I don't need that type of like shoveling it. Most of the time, like anniversaries are important times. And I feel like the most important anniversary is that first, that one year anniversary. I still remember all my anniversaries from my exes, especially the first year. Uh, Birthdays. You and their birthday. So you and your significant other's birthday is very important. So I tend to forget my own birthday. (laughs) So I tend to say that um, up front. But normally when it comes to like my boyfriend, I'll remember their birthday. Like it's nothing. My birthday, I don't remember mine. Most of the time, you know, they'll remember my birthday. And then I get like, you know, hey babe, happy birthday. Like literally on the day, the time of it. And my birthday is like... September 29th at 1 in the morning and I'll get like a message from them on the <laughs> other time so uh that's a very those are very important um holidays it's also good if you remember their family's birthdays and I know when you have apps like if you're on pages like Facebook and stuff like that it's great for you to actually it's, it makes it easier so that you can actually um remember family members birthdays that they have facebook too thanksgiving thanksgiving is an important holiday now not for the reason where it's like so important you have to remember this it's because um and birthdays is something that you can celebrate even when you're dating 
that does that's not exclusive to when you're in a relationship um thanksgiving is an important holiday you can do this while you're dating you know it's nice if let's say you're dating someone who's outside the u.s who's not american and you know you want them to kind of get to see your culture and everything it's a good time to bring them over meet your family if you're at that time in your relationship where it's it's okay for you to bring them into your family and not have to worry about like you know they'll be gone in like the next month or two um sometimes I might invite friends to just Thanksgiving so I feel like it's also a good time for if you want to show your own you know cooking skills (laughs) that's a great time for you to do it uh Thanksgiving can be done it does not have an actual time if you're dating them at the time of Thanksgiving it's it's courteous but at the same time I feel if it's a fairly new relationship you probably shouldn't be inviting your girlfriend to Thanksgiving just saying oh I forgot to put put one holiday here I forgot that that holiday even existed alright so next one is Christmas Christmas is a very important holiday it's a family oriented holiday now, unlike Thanksgiving, where it's more like it's Thanksgiving, so you can really invite anyone, it doesn't matter. Christmas is something that's more personal. It's more, you're going to have more family there. Uh, unless you guys are in a serious relationship, it's probably best not to invite your girlfriend. but Or not a girlfriend, someone that you're dating and not necessarily in a committed relationship. Because it can get awkward if they don't show up the next time. Because Christmas is normally a time where you might see extended family. And you start bringing people in there that it's, you're only dating and you haven't committed to them. Next Christmas rolls around and they're not there. You're going to be hearing it. And they're like, yo, what happened to that chick or dude that was there in last year? And you're going to have to be answering like a thousand questions <laughs> about what happened. And it's going to be the worst Christmas of your life. So I would say for Christmas, definitely. Thanksgiving too, but I feel like Thanksgiving, more people, they're shoving their food in their mouth that they're not really spending much time trying to freaking analyze the person but Christmas is definitely relationships only and serious relationships not the one year you could do it the one year but then again if you guys are not there the next year like I said you're gonna be hearing that all Christmas long like what happens to so and so mm-hmm. uh, for me uh, some of the important holidays that I personally love is uh Easter this is actually more towards the fact that my mom celebrates Easter I celebrate Easter too but you know um Easter and St. Patty's Day these are days that we actually do cook like Easter we cook like uh, ham and everything and it's just like kind of like Thanksgiving but more religious holiday uh same thing with St. Patty's Day we celebrate as well so um these are days that it's more family-oriented. We cook, we we eat, we spend time together. So that would be a, a more relationship holiday that I would bring my significant other to. Um, I wouldn't normally bring someone dating to these because I feel like if you haven't been, you know, if, if I haven't, basically, if I don't choose to see you as a boyfriend, I don't feel like you have the right to become into such a, an intimate dinner like it's more like it's family 
it's more it's a family occasion and it unlike thanksgiving where it's more like you know um i feel like thanksgiving is just thanksgiving like you just it's it's kind of like a brotherhood type meal so you can bring people there easter is kind of more religious easter and st patty's day more religious holidays so i don't really feel okay bringing somebody i'm just dating to a situation like that halloween Halloween, I don't normally, um, me personally, I do not celebrate, but sometimes, you know, I get invited to Halloween parties and, you know, it's good to have somebody to go with. So if somebody, if the person I'm dating is okay with it, okay with dressing up, then yeah, Halloween is kind of a holiday you could do with both. You know, you can go to a Halloween party with a date and it's okay. People are most likely not even going to remember them if you aren't with them the next year. So it's fine. New Year's. New Year's is a very special time. Now, I feel like too many people bring the wrong people to New Year's to kiss a person you're just dating. I feel like for me, the New Year's kiss is very special. And I will never do it with someone I'm just dating. I will prefer to do it with someone that I'm serious about. So for me, my perspective, from my perspective, I do not invite people I'm just dating to New Year's. That again is a more like a family function. It's not something I want to bring a random around. Um so it's definitely something I I would prefer to do if I'm serious in it or if I'm in an actual relationship with someone. Um next question. Oh my god we got through that. So what anniversaries do you normally celebrate? I celebrate the dating anniversary. So when we actually started dating, so like I said in the last Q&A, when I talk about I have five major dates, that type of dating, I'm not talking about talking. I'm not necessarily talking when we first met. You know, sometimes it actually is good if if we're celebrating the dating anniversary for when we actually started to do like the first, those big dates. Um, if they bring up when we first met and stuff like that, or they remember like what I wore when they first saw me, like that actually touches me a lot. <laughs> so that's actually it, it's it, it's a bonus point if a guy sits there and is like, oh, I remember when you wore X, Y, and Z when we first met. And I was like, oh my god, you remember that? <laughs> uh, when you became official, so that's a big anniversary that. Is that that's like the main one I feel that people celebrate is when you became official so that will be your actual anniversary so whenever you're doing your one-year anniversary that's normally from when you started officially dating so I guess that's the actually yeah so when you officially started dating is normally like your one year but what I do so basically it's like the first year of since we've been dating that's an anniversary then when we became official would be that first year at the end of that first year would be or yeah the end of the first year when we actually are like or is it no it's six months the the first six months and then we became official after the the first year that's our anniversary since we started dating so yeah I'm confusing myself (laughs) sorry guys but that's like a big that's a big anniversary for me in my relationship uh the next anniversary that is 
very important for me is the engagement. Of course, I feel everybody's your engagement anniversary and your marriage anniversary is are are sorry. They are very important anniversaries that you should celebrate, especially if you're in a committed relationship. Those are something that is very important for your relationships to succeed. If you forget any of those, your partner will be pissed. <laughs> I know I would. So that is something that I actually kind of, um, that's something that I cherish. That's something I make sure I mark in my calendar to make sure I don't forget. Um, sorry, I got a look at this freaking messing me. Next question. Is it true the woman is always right? Of course, that has to be a question. Because I notice a lot of times, and you know, I used to be that person who was like, you know, we're always right, so we can treat you like shit. (laughs) It doesn't matter, we're always right. That's bull. (laughs) Alright, I'm sorry. Grown me is saying, grown mature me is saying that's bullshit. A relationship is a 50-50 split you have whoever's right is right whoever's wrong is wrong and whoever is wrong should own up to that and if the woman's wrong then they have to own up to it you can't expect because you have a vagine that that is going to legitimize why you're right in a conversation that doesn't it's not fair it's not okay and it's going to cause more problems down the line like men are constantly putting their pride on the line for women They're constantly taking the L's when it really should be the woman taking the L's. So I feel for your relationship to actually be a successful relationship, you have to own up when you fuck up. That's it. Like, you have to own up when you're wrong. You can't expect because your boyfriend is a guy, since your boyfriend is a guy, that he's got to take the L's and you got to take the wins. You're, it does not work that way. You know, that's kind of sexist, <laughs> you know, you have to be able to admit when you're wrong. And it also helps with promoting your own self growth. When you're able to admit that you're wrong in circumstances and be like, look, you know, I, I knew I was, I fucked up here. You know, you're right in the circumstance. It actually helps build the bond between you two because it means that you're a big enough person that you'll own when you're wrong. And you're not going to sit there and try to blindly push that you're right. Like, you're not going to even listen to the other person's side. Or you're going to... You're never going to actually admit... Like, you're so unaware of what... Like, the things that you do... That you're going to constantly believe this person is just wrong, wrong, wrong. Now, I used to be that way. And I had to grow out of it real quick. Because it basically messed up. Like, it created bigger problems than were actually there. So I had to learn to kind of self-reflect. And be like, you know, damn. You know, I fucked up in this circumstances. In this issue. Like, I was the problem. So I need to swallow my pride go over there and apologize and be the bigger be an adult and kind of like you know okay 
it was my problem. I did say something. <laughs> I'm sorry. And it's all about growing up, maturing, and being a, a, not even the bigger person, but being a better person or better version of yourself. Because it shows that you can own up to when you're wrong. You can see when you're wrong and apologize for it. You know, and for the sake of your relationship. So when do you become public? In real life and online. So for me, in real life, I will normally become public around the six month period. That is more the time when I let my significant other meet my family, friends around that time. The six to a year month is when I would normally become public in real life. So I would normally say that this person is my boyfriend around that time. When it comes to actually on social media, online, I wait to the year. I wait to a year of us being together before I actually put our relationship out there. I will even ask people that have seen us around and seen us together to actually refrain from posting anything online so that um, we can basically kind of see where it's going. And I will tell people, like, you know, I'm glad that, you know, we came to this thing. Do you mind um, holding off putting some of this out there, like putting our photos together, put it out there at the year mark? And that way it also gives people like throwback Thursdays to put out there, throwback Thursdays and flashback Fridays. And it's also, it helps to keep the toxicity of being online and putting your relationship out there away from a a new relationship. Because sometimes when you put everything out there, it can destroy your relationship. And not even that, it gets people very nosy into what's going on. So if it's something that's not a long-term thing, you really shouldn't be putting them out there. You should probably keep them on the DL until you hit the year, and that's when you put everything out there. And because you'll see how much better you'll feel too. Like even if if people see you guys together, that's fine. But if you keep everything to yourself for that first year and wait to put it out there, you'll see a difference. Like... Even if people actually like, oh, I didn't know you have a boyfriend, whatever. It's like, no. Normally, I will tell people, especially the slide in the DMs. It's like, oh, how have you been or whatever. I'm like, I have a boyfriend. I will tell them that. But I won't put it out there until we've been together for a while. Or or at least until the first year. I'm Yeah, at least the first year. So, next question. When you're public on social media... What kind of posts do you post? Uh, that's interesting. Before I used to post like kind of little, you know, photos of me holding hands with that person or sometimes I post like photos together. Just like, it's just cute little photos. I don't really normally go all out. Um, I've had boyfriends when I post where I'm taking photos of us sitting next to get next to each other, but I don't really like taking those type of photos because I feel like they t- they look fake. When you gotta pose with other people as couple photos, that shit looks fake. And sometimes you could always tell 
sometimes you could tell when somebody was actually like, yeah, we're posing for a photo versus we're actually taking a photo that is more spontaneous, that it doesn't have to be rehearsed. It's something that, you know, it looks more genuine. So I don't really like those types of photos. Post photos, I don't like posting. I post more intimate, cute photos. Uh, should one person in the relationship let the other dictate how the other controls or does with their social media pages? If you're only in a relationship or you're only dating, you shouldn't be listening to nobody about how you dictate anything in your life. I'm sorry. If there's no ring on that finger, if you haven't gone down the aisle and you're now man and wife, there really is no reason why they should be dictating your pages. And even if that, like, if anybody is trying to control or change who you are, you really have to be worried about that person. Because someone who's so invested in isolating you or even changing how you express yourself, it could be a problem. That could really be an insecure person in a toxic relationship that has yet to really reach its maximum, um level like it basically who has yet to reach it's like basically has yet to overflow with like you know I don't even know how to explain it really like if they're telling you to like oh don't post this because you're exposing too much then that's fine because they're they're watching out for your image but they're telling you like delete your Facebook I don't want you to have Facebook. I, but they yet they, they still have Facebook. Don't fuck with these people. If they tell you to delete pages when they still got their shit out there, don't fuck with those people. Because it shows that they have no regard for you. If they're sitting there trying to dictate your life, trying to dictate how you post. Now, nowadays, if they're trying to like tell you maybe get rid of this photo because it makes you look bad... Or archive it because you have apps like Instagram you don't even have to delete photos you can literally archive them now so if you're not ready to delete something you archive it and you can remove it's removed from the public so that's fine if they're watching out for your image that's fine but if they're trying to tell you to limit your access to other people while their shit is still out there then I would really say like nah it's not it's not that type of It's a very toxic situation that you should probably step away from. Uh, Let's see, the next one. When should you get more... Uh, Wait. Oh, no, no. When should you move in with your boyfriend or girlfriend? Um, Yeah, that's a tricky question. I would say probably like two, two and a half years before you actually move in with somebody else at the least two and a half years to three years is when you should probably move in that's up to you though it depends on the person like if you it depends on their personality if the person is someone that you can you both trust each other you know that you guys would be good to be able to move in together that you can rely on them then it could happen sooner than that but i perf the best range is around two and a half years and if you're moving in with someone if you're trying to make it so that you guys are living in one place 
then the best thing is probably to without having like a backup like keeping your apartment yet at the same time you're spending some time or spending a good amount of your time in their apartment or spending equal time in each other's places so you're moving in with them but not necessarily spending majority of your time like you're not actually moving moving in that's probably the best thing to do within the the two and a half year mark um when it comes to like officially moving in <laughs> I would probably say like about four or five years because I feel like at that time you have a good idea of what the person is uh their finances things like that are they responsible these are things that you should know by that time hopefully so that's like the perfect time to actually probably that would be a, the best time if you're trying to commit to living in only one place with them you know me personally I I tend to like okay I'll spend some time at your house but I still have a second place like I have my own place to go back to so I will not normally like get rid of my place unless I know that we're like extreme unless I know that we're serious and even then I would find a way that we can maintain both so that I have my place and that person has their own place too to go back and forth to um when should you propose slash get married now proposing it's probably the best time would be around like four or five years at the at the minimum four years maximum it's like it depends on person but there are certain cultures where that can differ Like, the only reason I say why it should be four years, because by that time you have a good idea of who the person is. You have a good idea of that person's personality. They've gotten so familiar with you that they've let you see everything about them. So if you have any type of reservations about them, you know, you can really mull over that in that time period. If you only know somebody for like a year and then you decide to marry them, you now have to wait and try to like uncover all the the layers of that person within like a short period of time. And your chances of actually divorcing from that person rise considerably. Now, that doesn't count for everybody because I know friends that live like in Europe and other countries where, you know, they can know each other for like a year, fall automatically in love get married and they're together for like 10 15 years or more they're for, for the rest of their life so you know it can happen it's not restricted to that it also depends on your how you've been brought up if you've been brought up in a family where marriage is basically something that is cherished then you're more likely to stay in a relationship without any problems you're you're more likely to actually be able to maintain a marriage even if you got married um or basically got proposed within a short amount of time so it really depends on the person and depends how they grew up it depends where they came from because that really de- that will determine whether or not you're in the demographic that basically if let's say you do get proposed and married within a short span of time if you're in the demographic that will divorce 
early be more likely to divorce or will actually the small amount that will actually have a successful relationship um when should you talk about having babies uh I don't even know the answer to this because I have had situations where guys will talk about babies before they talk about marriage they'll be or they'll talk about babies like by the second date <laughs> I'm like boy you don't even know anything about me and you're talking about children like I'm like dude like I'll be the one like guys like to say that we're the ones that like oh we want to have kids we want to have this I'm like I won't even think about that within the dating period but some guys will be like yeah freaking babies is like the second or third word they say on like the first date and I'm just like yo you need to calm down like a hundred so it's just it's just I don't really know for me personally talking about babies I feel like we live in a time where people will have babies before they even worry about getting married um my opinion on something like that is don't expect someone to marry you if you're already like you know having kids some guys will step up and actually marry somebody but it depends on how they grew up most men will not they'll be like oh you have the baby that's fine it does not guarantee the guy's gonna stay um same thing most guys they're it's they'll stay for the child but they won't stay for the person you know because if they see that the mother is a horrible human being, they're not going to be, <laughs> or vice versa, they're not going to stay, you know? So you just had a kid with this person that you thought you loved, but obviously that love was not strong enough. So I think you should be talking about having babies after you've already um, been proposed to or you proposed to someone. Um, that's you already have committed to that person you you thought about having that person as your wife you already thought of the fact that you're actually going to marry that person soon so that is the perfect time to talk about having children about starting a family uh anything before that it's you know if they haven't discussed if you're a woman and they haven't discussed about getting married before that you have those kids that's kind of off-putting conversation because it shows you all they want from you is to have a child most likely if they talk about marrying you and then starting a family then that's actually the conversation you want to have you don't want to have it like yeah I want you to have my baby it just makes you seem like you're a baby maker and you're you have no heart like they don't care about anything but just reproducing you know so I, I'm definitely a person who will be off. You'll see my face like cringe whenever somebody says that. Because it's like, oh boy, this conversation's over. You will see me. Especially if, it's, if they say it while we're in a dating period. I will literally find a way to escape whatever room I'm in. <laughs> if a guy says that shit. I will be like, oh, really? That's okay. That's great. Uh-huh. I feel a little weird. Can you take me home? That's it. Like, I will literally find a way to escape this scenario and I will never talk to that person again. 
Um, but yeah, the best time is when you've already been proposed to or if you're already married. Because at that time, you've taken the step to commit to that person wholly. And you actually want to... You've already decided you wanted to actually have a family with this person. Um, so that's like the only answer. I don't think there's any others. <laughs> so thank you for listening to my answers. I will actually probably arrange to have a sit down with my friends and we'll do this all over again you'll get their perspective on like what they feel about these certain these issues or these certain questions and I might come up with some more dating um and relationships q and a's I'll even take one from you guys so just inbox me on my official facebook page at facebook.com slash margria or you can inbox me on twitter instagram uh where else basically all my social media if you don't have me uh is linktree so it's l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash imani margria all my different pages are on there you can basically click on one of my social media inbox me your questions that you want me to actually give my opinion on this is just my and disclaimer before I, I forgot to do the disclaimer for this video this is purely my this is purely my opinion this is nothing else it's just basically yeah I'm like I'm not a licensed therapist this is just my I'm using my own experience to answer these questions um I'm giving my perspective on things because my perspective does not mean that every woman feels the same this can vary from person to person this can vary from woman to woman so I'm just giving you from my own expertise but I feel certain things should happen or how it happens when I'm in a relationship so or when I'm dating my um preferences so it don't anybody take this as like you know bible as if like oh yeah she knows what she's talking about I'm like I'm just using my own experience to answer these questions for you guys so thank you for listening to life with the Madre Magria and I will see you guys next time